dates. I have got lots of show dates. I am doing a preview of my Edinburgh show, which is now shaping up. It's actually, it's actually good now. On the 10th of July in Waterloo, I'm doing a preview with Adam Flood. On the 11th, I'm doing a preview uh, at the Bill Murray at 6.30. On the 12th, the Wednesday, I am doing a preview at the Pleasant, which is a big one, so please come to that. Bristol people, I'm coming to you on the 16th of July, that's next Sunday. Bath, I am coming to you on the 21st, that's Friday, 21st July, I'm doing a preview there. And then on the 27th of July, I am at the Museum of Comedy. But Bristol, Bath, and about four or five London shows. So please come to that. Uh, thank you very much. Make, make sure you bring your pillows because you'll be falling asleep in that or those audiences. Cut! He's not cut! Very, he's turn not it off! Good. Turn it off! Who's got that ass on the Everybody knows it's September. You're refusing to ever sing along with my Coldplay songs. You keep changing them to other songs. You do it, sing again. Singing. It's like you. Well, I don't know that. The sky full of stars. I'm not really that well versed in new Coldplay. Yeah. I was a Viva La Vida boy, as I say. Die Hard. Yes, I had the CD. Huge. Fan. I got the CD for my birthday. I think. I think it came out around July. Did I? Did I send you? I sent my you the video. In August, I though. sent you the video of him doing River Plate, right? The one I posted to my story today. On TikTok. Yeah. I'm not very good. No, at- no. I sent you the YouTube video. Oh yeah, I didn't look at that. You got you've got to check it out and tell me that you you don't accept that does look like a pretty amazing time. I don't think it. I don't watch think it, it doesn't. No, watch it. And Your just... hypothesis wasn't Coldplay's fun. Your hypothesis is that they would <laughs> it would benefit any concert in the last five minutes. Yes, oh, I completely stand by that. But mm. I'm more, and that all came from that one video. Of they because they're getting better at recording their tour shows, and they yeah. in River Plate, so that's that Argentinian football stadium. It's filled out. Oh yeah, he does Sky Full of Stars, and it looks like the greatest live show <laughs> ever. Well, are they still giving out the like, wristbands? The yeah, they're still doing. Yeah, that. and it's like yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that many people in harmony together. It's. Mm. Uh, it's quite well, it's incredible. a bit like when they give all the like the coloured pieces of paper or card yeah. to football fans and they hold them up and it makes like a face or, it is or, or something. a lot like that. I think it's almost exactly like but that. But then but fo- but football has track. kind of like, there's, a, there's quite gender boundaries. It's quite a male space maybe. And I felt yeah. like in that Coldplay thing, yeah. as long as you didn't speak English as a first language, <laughs> yeah. you were yeah. completely... What, do you think it's... <laughs> Do you think the whole... Yes, we're still talking about Coldplay, by the way, if you yeah. thought... For oh, a week. Stopped. It's been a week. <laughs> we haven't left the room. We've just quickly got changed and so came back up. Um, do you think that... there? Because I agree that they seem to be the kings of the non-English speaking world. Do you think that's because they don't hear how wet the lyrics are? Yeah. Well, or they don't, or they, they'll obviously understand it because most people can speak English, but it would be that... They they don't understand it in the same way that we do. The truth is, it's like the first I, language, Coldplay were my favorite band when I was eight years old. All right, maybe a bit older, probably older, probably like because I think I, Viva La Vida. I was I was I was with them. Eleven, twelve, around that age. When, yeah, when I was, when, I'm with you. When, when, with you. when your mind isn't fully developed, so when, when you like when you hear fix you putty. when you're like a teenager, right. you're like this is the love. most prefer- this is the most beautiful song. Love. Ever if I can find a girl who yeah. I can fix or want yeah. to fix, then yeah. sure. And I think if, yellow. If you if English is your second language, then you probably have a view of English similar to what a twelve and stunted does. cerebral development. That's what you're saying, isn't it? You're saying <laughs> well, everyone. No, you're saying everyone outside of the English speaking no, world is slightly not. mentally unwell. I ge- I, not I, quite developed. They're eight year olds. It sounds like I'm making fun, but I I, I brain party. I love people. it purely. I, I do. I, I I sincerely love that they love it so much. So that's patronising. I don't because I, I don't know oh, what's going. Because oh, I don't know look what's at go- all the non-English speaking people. But world. I don't know what's don't going on with it? my new Renaissance with Coldplay because I don't feel it's completely. You could say, no, forget go it. On. Forget it. No, go that on. Your 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 relationship with Coldplay is hotting up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which you is should, why I bail, like, which is why I bailed yeah. out of it, but you pushed me into it. But it's, I'm, I'm when I watch that, it's like this is not purely ironic sneering this is not but are you listening to the new stuff that's the question i'm not listening to it as in putting mm, it on my that's not i your speakers travel pretty far so i would never listen to the music but i would watch them do it live 
and I would watch it doing it live, I wouldn't be laughing at the people enjoying it. I would be enjoying it pretty sincerely. If you paid £200 or whatever it is a ticket to go and laugh at the people enjoying it, you're a psychopath. No, I mean, I'm watching it on YouTube. Right. So what? I, I, oh. haven't, I haven't been listening to the songs on Spotify. But what have you been doing? I've been looking at all when of When you're by yourself in your room, what have you been doing? I've been watching the tour shows. How I've been much? watching how they developed. Right, how much? Well, because I, I, obviously YouTube's built to have an algorithm. And I got wow. that, I got that sky full of stars. Can you say that plate. again? I'm not sure. <laughs> Sorry, that, that was really that was pretty fucking big news to just. And drop. Then I, I've I've been more following Coldplay's live shows from their 2002 mm. Glastonbury set of like Yellow when they basically were the coolest they were. Yeah. They sounded like Radiohead and they were kind of in that whole space. It's almost an element of grunge. Exactly, and that, that it was interesting looking <laughs> at that and then seeing how they've slowly developed and how more powdered paint sort of crept yeah. into their live show. It's just the, the further along well, have they you get. seen those colour runs that people do? <laughs> yeah. They're kind of becoming more and more that rather than a band. Yeah. And it's more like I kind of I kind of love them for it because it's not for us anymore, but right. they're it's for Mexico. <laughs> it's for Mexico. It's for Buenos Aires. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I, I can see. Do you I know agree. what I mean? I yeah, yeah. I'm not making but fun of them. I know, but I, I sincerely you, you have loosely avoided the question of what are you doing by yourself in your room? I'm watching um, live Coldplay shows. How much? I think, you know, if, if I go an hour and every hour, 10% of an hour. 10% so. of an hour every hour? <laughs> every hour. What do you mean? Re- what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Religiously. 10% of an hour every hour? Yeah, so religiously I'm watching six, six minutes, minutes every hour. <laughs> Cumulative. All day. All night as well. All night, 24 hours. Do you have a you know that, that performance artist who never got more than an hour's sleep, Taishing Heiser? Yeah, kind you know, of. You know, kind he of. did I that performance like art piece it, yeah. where on the hour of every hour for a year, he had to hit a time clock. the people doing that on TikTok. And then a photo gets taken of him. That's me watching right. live Coldplay videos. Yeah. So Except I you're only... not recording it for any kind of artistic <laughs> purpose. It's just entertainment. It's building my mind. Uh, it's, it's strength, it's discipline, it's wisdom, it's courage. Um, yeah. But I'll never get more than 55 minutes sleep. 56 minutes if I'm lucky. 54? Probably 54 actually because it's about Cause it's six, six minutes, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, you're, so you're waking up how much? <laughs> how long are the live shows? Well, I'm watching clips online, so they're right. from loads. So you're of different not finding tours. the full show; you're just finding a six-minute clip. But um, but would you be so interested in watching the full show? It sounds like you would. I'm not going to. I would be more. I'll be interested in the yes. more recent one because the technology in which they film that they seem to be leading the 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 world in how to film a live show because that river plate show is the best film live you keep mentioning this river plate show it, well watch it as soon as you watch it you'll be like i get it now right because yeah. it's the best yeah, okay. record it's got like a drone that swoops down in the audience as the music drops and you literally see all of these people having the most incredible time the of their life experience. and it's just the way the connection that they managed to film with the audience is like nothing I've ever seen yeah okay um, and then when you watch some of the older ones it's like when they're getting that technology sort of straight you know yeah. um, I am gonna say that my like, the threshold for Coldplay interest is maxing out <laughs> at the moment um, so I just don't think there's a better I don't know if anyone you're gonna say it again I don't think there's a better live show you're gonna say it again <laughs> honestly say it again um, so two days ago or yesterday I asked you on Facebook Messenger um, do you want a cup of tea? Yeah. And you said, yes, please, with an exclamation mark. Was that on purpose or not? As a, what, would, what would the accident be? The exclamation mark. Who would send a, <laughs> yes, please? Who sends exclamation marks that isn't your mum? Um, there's quite a lot of people. Or your uncle. Anyone you, over you the age You sent an exclamation mark today in an email. Uh, in an email, yes, a professional email. Not to well, your friends. I was... I was no, I was you a, are right, I did. I was going to send an exclamation mark today in an email. <laughs> And to be honest... Oh, in an email, though, that's different to, like, a text. As someone who's not, uh, you know, verbally skilled, uh, well, the written or word... Or physically. <laughs> physically. Well, physically, I am actually very skilled. Apologies, I forgot about squash. <laughs> we need to play badminton, by the way. Yeah. Oh, we need to get back into that. I was going to suggest tomorrow if you're around. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Anyway. Let's do that. Let's get back on... I've got my new racket. Is it? Is it a more expensive one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I anyway. See. Exclamation taking marks. any advantage you can get I see it well you saw what happened to the yeah. last one I I've lent got, on it and it snapped I've got some moon shoes your, uh, moon where's boots you, where's your f- oh, bouncy your trampoline shoes which uh, would give you a big advantage it would give a massive advantage <laughs> just fucking just smash them exclamation marks um, well exclamation marks for the, for the non-verbally gifted it can uh, it's a real weapon because um, 
I feel like it's very easy to be misconstrued as being rude or flippant when every time you're trying to type out a message, you hear mm. drill noises in your head and it's like a, a, a constantly building scream starts building up. So I, every time I write an email, I as I'm writing so it... So I'll say what you're writing, you do what's going on in your head. Yeah. Hi, Teresa. Yeah, that's that sounds really good. Um, I'm absolutely up for that. If you just want to jump on a Skype call at any time, that'd be perfect. But yeah, please, if you just drop me an email back... You right. know, it's just... So how so does an exclamation mark stop that? If help? you throw a couple of exclamation marks in there, it's sort of signposting it with smiles. <laughs> yeah. It is. Because unless, of course, it's an angry one. Unless it's like, you, Linda, you yeah. fucking yeah. bitch. Yeah. Where are the numbers? <laughs> Where are the fucking numbers? But if it feels like, great to see you. Yeah. Great to oh, see th- you. Thanks so re- much for doing that. Yeah. Exclamation mark. Yeah. But if it's great, because then right. there's no capitalizations. Right. There probably is no, the commas are in the wrong place. So yeah. exclamation mark is my way of salvaging it. It's, it's very much so be like, disabled. it feels like blocking a toilet at your girlfriend's place and then Febrezing the shit out of the place. Bad example. So the poo, the poo is the bad grammar. <laughs> yeah. The Febreze is the exclamation mark. <laughs> so know, it's the definition it's of- It's not going to get rid of the source of the smell. No, right. But it will briefly cover Well, what's it. that expression? Is it like- Dressing up a turd, or what, what do you call Polishing it? a turd. Polishing a turd. That's yeah. what an exclamation mark is for you. I don't like that expression. Because even a polished turd isn't very attractive no. or nice to look at. Yeah. Well, but that's kind of the point of it. And we do a lot of uh, poop stuff, but even that, I'm like, you know what? That's vulgar. Polishing what? a turd. Is it? Yeah, I think it's a vulgar turd of phrase. We could do it polishing some mud. Yeah, that doesn't work either. I think you're just going down the whole wrong street there. Right. Um, exclamations at work in professional settings over yeah. emails, of course. Yeah. I'm, everyone does it. We should all be guilty of that because of that reason. When I ask you, do you want a tea? Yes, please, exclamation mark, is one of the funniest things to receive. So would you, it's more, you want it more like cotched sort I of. I want like a, yeah, if you're there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> if you've got the time, that'd be pretty swag. backseat of a convertible. Pretty swag, swag, chill, chill. Just, yeah, whatever. Just, yeah, milk. Yes, please. Yes, please. Because <laughs> you can't, you don't need to use exclamation marks with friends over like Facebook Messenger. Also, do you do you Go use on. Facebook Messenger? Do you use WhatsApp more? I'm still confused as to what I use wants. WhatsApp more apart from with you actually. Yeah, because you're quite a diehard Facebook Messenger guy. I know, but you get you get very comfortable in places, and you're, you're particularly you're, technologically. You're like look at you're my hard. look at my phone. I mean, yeah. Also, you had our school email for a ridiculously long. Until it actually got permanently taken away from me. <laughs> like I think they had to, I think they emailed me saying, you can't use this anymore, Andrew. <laughs> when I was like 23. For so long. Andrew.co and hppc.co.uk. And now it's no longer fucking there. All of your like important, why, you know, yeah, why? bank information, everything. There's so much stuff that I didn't, <laughs> haven't switched over. There's still emails going to Andrew.co and hppc.co.uk. Well, it's going to nowhere. Well, yeah, it must be, must be bouncing back. Yeah. Well, that's why I don't get it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I don't know why well, do we need... I, now it is broke. <laughs> and therefore I have, I, have, I have been forced to fix it. But for the moments, you know, for six years after you leave school, it ain't broke. Yeah. You're very good at going... Oh, this will do. This will do. <laughs> well, I don't, why, do we know, need to, bit... why do we need to keep moving the goalposts for communication? We're just dropping texts. It's yeah. the same thing anywhere. Like, why is WhatsApp better? Yeah, I think people would... Why do you need your people, shit to be encrypted? Lots, what are you sending over there? Lots of people didn't like Facebook Messenger. Why? I don't get it, because I'm yeah. a big Facebook Messenger guy. Yeah. I like it because I can do it on my laptop and stuff. A lot of our listeners are going to... This is a real age divide for us as well, because even, like, L is still on kind of messages on Snapchat. Crazy. Because Snapchat... We were there for the start of Snapchat. Yeah. When... I don't know. I guess it was more. You'd literally take a picture of your face, like right, or up your there, cock, or your penis, yeah. when, depending on who you're sending it to. Yeah, um, and then <laughs> and that <laughs> and then it kind of went out, but then it came back in like maybe three years after it went out for us, and now they're using it. The 23 year olds are using it, and I think even younger than there. Yeah, they're using it. We're being laughed at for using Facebook Messenger. Yeah. I know that because people have directly laughed at me. You've been laughed at? I've been laughed at for using... What, I've been like, laughed you're at. Like an I've old, been you're really, like an old guy. Some, yeah, someone laughed at my phone the other day. Is he some of young friends? No, it was Elle's family. They you laughed, laughed at my phone. By all the, so I you're being laughed inter- at. <laughs> I do get laughed at technologically. I'm or already a bit... smash phone. And it's, ti- and it's a tiny phone. Yeah. So I went on, my, I went on, I was with, I was meeting, well, I've met, met most of them, but I was at a dinner with Elle's family. That's something from it. And they, um, they brought up, 
I tried to show them something on my phone. Yeah, showing them that showing them is a. <laughs> No, come, come a bit closer <laughs> and watch this tiny smash yeah, yeah. so they immediately kind of went on it and I um, they, they, they weren't they stopped watching the video that I was showing them who knows what that video was um, but then started taking the piss out of the phone and then I went if you need because you see these people with a phone as big as their head and they need one of those fucking extendable this is a gripe why not yeah. I've probably already done this as a gripe one of those extendable things at the, uh, on the back of the phone just so their thumbs can reach both corners well yeah. our phones are too big our phones are so big that our thumbs can't reach across it what needs to be smaller phones not bigger thumbs T- mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Do you think thumb <laughs> extensions? Because there's two methods there's two of fixing this. <laughs> we either make the thumbs bigger or the phone smaller. Because I think with all the complexities of modern life, I yeah. think you, you want, want a big, big screen and you want a big thumb. Maybe the thumbs Imagine seeing this guy. That's that's the future. Giant thumb. How Just- would you make it look? <laughs> I'd make it with um, a massive grip hold. Is this so- a permanent thing or you take on, you know, at the end of the day, um, you take off? It's been a long day. You take off your thumb extension permanent. at the end. Right. It's permanent. Okay. So, and it's only one thumb. So you have to pick one hand. Is it like your phone hand? I would, I just, I would double it up so there's two nails. So it's like you just, (laughs) you just duplicate. Like you've copy and pasted the last third of your thumb onto the top of your thumb. Yeah. And then I just seen, seen and that's just for that. Then just seeing everyone on the tube with their giant thumbs going. Well, they'd be. be, (laughs) Do you know what the Apple would do next? What they make the phones bigger. And we'd all need different thumb transplants. That's the classic thing they do. Or they'd make them smaller immediately. (laughs) <laughs> that would be so, yeah. so that you can't yeah. get your thumb round. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be awful, wouldn't it? Uh, but no, I don't understand that. I don't I don't watch television programs on my phone because I'm not a paedophile. <laughs> I don't have I don't have social issues. Yeah, I think watching watching TV on your phone is, Who, so, is and that's the only fast. reason for a big screen. Give me yeah. another reason. I think I did what I, I did, want to watch videos. I, Stop. I think I once caught myself watching. Maybe six minutes of Chef Table halfway up a ladder. Why do you watch six minutes of everything? Well, you know, roughly. I thought you were going to say Coldplay. No, then. no. Um, six minutes of Chef's Table halfway up a ladder. Was this on a boat? No, this wasn't on a boat. This was actually a ladder in my. Weirdly, whenever you're on a ladder, it's on a boat, but but it not now. But not now. So fifty percent of the time, <laughs> half of the times you're on a ladder, it's on a boat. Uh, there's a there's a ladder going up to um, my attic and my mum's house. And I was that was g- the B side to stay was, away to heaven. Yeah, <laughs> what antics of my mum's? <laughs> There's a ladder going up to. And I think I was on my way down. Yeah, and got then I was on my phone, and I kind of. Why got, were you on your phone on the way down from a ladder from an I, attic? I had a text, and I was just checking, and then I got. And you couldn't wait until you got down from the ladder from well, the attic. Well, then I hyper focused. Right, yeah. and then I ended up. Watching. I think they said how something you, about how it. How were you sat on the ladder? Was it literally so, perched on a I mean, rung? to be honest, it, it was terrifying because I sort of woke up as, as if from a daze, being like, I'm watching TV halfway up a ladder. This is not how TV's perched on a rung? <laughs> yeah, it was quite, sort of... Which is the B-side to sitting on a dock of a bay. <laughs> perched, on, perched on a rung I don't, know why, I don't know why these jokes are coming into my head today, but... Sitting, perching, 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 perching on a rung of a ladder... Watching Chef's Table on Near my, my mum's attic. <laughs> Wait, so sorry. How were you? You were sat genuinely bum on, bum on rung. Yeah, bum on rung. It's kind of dangerous. Yeah. So how in the world did you end up on... Were you on Netflix with a Netflix app? Netflix app. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. And it was then... I, n- I never watched TV on my phone again because I was like, this is... This is, the this, is this is a Black Mirror episode, basically. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Just... <laughs> People are so interested in watching TV. They watch them halfway Just up a ladder. Look at him. <laughs> what is modern society? You mean you, bo- you watching the new Black Mirror? Yes, yeah, shit, man. Of course it's shit. Yeah, well, so I, I don't mean don't of course it's shit. That. I don't mean it's cause of shit. I mean, yeah, it the just arm, feels like you can only oh, say you can only say you know, oh, technology. Yeah. So how many can times? Be dangerous. Because <laughs> it, it, it was the most cutting edge show ten years ago. Yeah. And now it's like lads. Well, it's going to be cool to hate. It's going to come back a bit. Um, they haven't Do you hate? been. Yeah, they haven't. There, but when it has show been ever bad. Come back? It has been bad. Well, I no, was just like when it becomes retro again, it becomes. A bit oh, like you mean old episodes? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, but there's the um, the one I liked because they can they can whip out some pretty fat narratives. It's not all just technology. Yeah. Because what's the like the one with the paedophile guy? Shut up and drive. Uh, with this that. morning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we got time for. Thank you very much. Um, the guy with like, when he goes round and he has to do all the, the tasks because he's caught watching kiddie porn. You know it. 
With the guy, that, that actor who looks like a bug, who's the young actor who's in... Um, bug in a Rug. Bug in a Rug. That's it. No, <laughs> Bananas and Pajamas. <laughs> oh, yeah. We should do that. We'll get, that. we'll get there. We'll get there. I knew. I'd, weirdly, I've just, I know exactly what you want to do and we'll get there. But no, the guy, the guy from The End of the Fucking World. Oh, yeah. Bug, bug Eyed. Is he a nonce? No, in the show, you dickhead. Oh. Fucking hell. So, Honestly, where, where did he you're learn, several rungs behind. Where did he learn to play the paedophile? Probably, probably, probably nonsense. <laughs> probably nonsense. Why did he get the part? Why did he want the part? Why was he good at the role? Yeah. Because he's a paedophile. Ask me if I want to play that role. Hey, Rachel, do you want to play the role of a paedophile in an upcoming Black Mirror episode? Yes, because I'm a paedophile. Right, now ask me. <laughs> Do you want to play a role of a paedophile? I'm going paedophile? to stop you there. No, I'm not. I'm uh, not a paedophile. That's the big difference between me so and So that's the difference between us two and also why everyone who plays a paedophile is one in real life. I imagine this is like um, me and you were going from school to school doing a sort of like talk for young kids. Yes. About getting into the industry. If you look behind the camera, there's 600 ch- kids in school uniform. Um, the No, it's bad. It's, all, it's pretty awful most of it yeah. but it can do a good narrative even if the technology isn't like so over yeah. like that one the, yeah. the, but um, the one with Aaron Paul the um, the spaceman yeah. one astronaut spaceman fucking child the astronaut one is pretty good okay but that's one out of five or six it's not worth no. it's not worth a watch but bananas and pajamas but hold up before sorry because oh, they, they they called it Black Mirror because it's like your phone when you turn it off. Yeah. Black mirror. Go- goosebumps. Yeah. Um, they probably I haven't got look- goosebumps in a while. Have you not? Did no. you get goosebumps just then? No, no, no. It was <laughs> it was a joke, yeah. I haven't just like 10 years <laughs> after it's come out. Whoa. But they should have called it um, small phone. Big cock. Big, big, no, big phone, small thumb. That would have been more powerful. Right. <laughs> Or yeah, the, the image of someone struggling and to get like, to the. T- <laughs> does anything show? Trying to click X on a video, just. Like- <laughs> <laughs> what do you What do you want to call it? Big phone, small thumbs. Big phone, small thumbs. Yeah, I prefer that. That's much better. It's much more powerful. And yeah. subtle as well. I think it speaks to a higher <laughs> truth about where technology is actually going. It's not, you know, it's not as bad as we think it is. It's just going to become slightly more ag- aggravating. Uh, Rick and Morty, that's also kind of, the new stuff's kind of shit. I can't say how bad it is. It's so bad, it isn't it? It annoys me so much because I, weirdly, I've been watching it. Yeah. So I've accidentally gone backwards. In time. In time. Um, so the new season came out on Netflix and I hadn't seen it and I was like, this is fucking awful. Yeah. Um, so up his own ass. It's just, yeah. And just, it's one of those, stop speaking so quickly and thinking that it's just jokes about, it's jokes about writing, jokes about making a TV show. It's kind of like show. nerd humor. and meta shit that just doesn't really fly that much anymore. And it's not, like, the narratives aren't that good. It's so, trying to be way too smart. Because it was great. The was first fa- I've, as I say, going backwards, it gets so much better. Are the you fir- literally going backwards? Yeah. yeah. So the, not like, I've, I, I'm not going backwards in the seasons. I'm going like, oh, I'm going yeah, yeah. season six, season yeah. five, season four. I'm not, yeah, that's insane. That would, yeah, that would that's be. the mark of Andrew, are you okay? <laughs> Jesus Christ. But it gets, season one and two, slap. Yeah. Season three's near, like, loses it a bit, but yeah. four, five, season and one six. And two, like, me seeks. Yeah. That's a great app. The ending, like the um, wedding bit where Tammy, their friend, is getting married to Bird Person and they turn out, yes. the spoiler, turn out to be a, like a secret agent. And but, then the start of that next season, sick. But the problem with Rick and Morty is when m- most of the great premises are sort of pushing it, the metaphor to its limit. Yeah. You sort of fuck yourself. Because yeah. within two seasons, they flipped, they've gone multidimensional, they've gone back in time, yeah, they've yeah, done yeah. everything. So just trying to do that over and over again. I don't think, but they could have almost, they can almost inhabit that universe for a bit rather than trying to push it out. Yeah. Because it's like, the stories are so good within it. Just keep it within that. And they've got this weird, that sort of cocky nerd humour where so it's cocky. like, it's superior, cynical and taking apart stuff. But it's yeah. also like, the perspective you're coming from is a fucking loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a really nerdy take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you should have a, a so bit sick. more, you should have a bit more like, I'm a loser. if you're going to have this nerdy, which is fine, Yeah. you probably have to have a little bit more. I completely agree. Um, And it often, and it doesn't work as well with comedy as well because there's no self-awareness of it. Yeah. Um, but, well, it's probably not going to be because... Has he been raping in that? He's been grooming. I think he's a, he's a scofo. I, I'm not sure if he's been properly... Well, it's but more. So I think he got past of everything, but then BB said, Has that, he? "Yeah, but the BB said the messages were still creepy." 
Right. So it was like, I don't think he's going to be able to come back. Oh, really? I, th- I sound I thought like, he... I don't know. Got off. Hmm. I'm not sure. I don't know. But my understanding was he wasn't. Yeah. But from one, you know... He'd fall to another. Uh, influential TV show <laughs> to the other. Bananas in pyjamas. So Are they really coming down the stairs? Ray Shuggle. <laughs> well, I'm glad you actually asked that. Um... <laughs> What did it say underneath my name when it says Horatio? When it comes up with me talking, it goes Horatio Gould. What's the thing to describe me? Uh, author of book. <laughs> <laughs> Are the only two things I know about bananas and pajamas that they come down the So I don't know what I've already used that. Joke. So uh, in Glastonbury, I don't know what, how it came from. I think maybe I was singing bananas and pajamas. And we started talking. This is when you... you I'm still here. You, yeah, you were still there. I was tent ridden. Yeah, you, you chat yourself like only three or four times. During you the conversation. You hadn't, hit, during you the hadn't conversation. hit double figures with shitting yourself yet. So I still- wouldn't put it past me. <laughs> um, and yeah, we started talking about bananas and pajamas. And it feels like a, a British... It's a British show, isn't it? Is it? Bananas in pajamas yeah. are coming down, down the, the stairs. stairs. It's not bananas in pajamas. <laughs> no, it's a British show. It's uh, it feels British, and it feels very much like that. It un- feels from a British mind. It as feels well. like that unique sort of weird British fever dream that some of those shows were. You know, te- you got Teletubbies, you got mm. Bananas Pajamas, you've got Postman Pat, Pepper mm, Pig. Keep it going. They they just kind of. All- <laughs> it's like a unique sort of bizarre British fever dream of these sort of weird Kid psychedelic, but then also have like a real element of like traditional Britishness to them. Yeah. I.e. pajamas. Pajamas. And stairs. Yeah. Gym jams. <laughs> Gym jams and stairs. Um, w- would we say stairs are quintessentially British? I think going down them in your pajamas. Yeah. A singing about going down them in... Did, yeah, because... And the silliness of yeah. banana being in a pajama. That's, that's quite, British humor. That's quite British yeah. humour. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think Saudi Arabia are, do, are, are pulling those sort of gaffes. Wow. <laughs> No, no. I'd like to distance myself from Horatio Gill's comments. No, that's not, I'm not saying anything. Those I'm are saying that's his a bad opinions thing. Though they reflect Horatio rather than the voice of the podcast. But please continue about this slander towards Saudi Arabians not enjoying stare related humour. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were talking about bananas, bananas and pajamas, and we're trying to work out. One of the best points you've made in a while. Yeah. Because I haven't had made a good point for nearly seven months, maybe eight months. It's been a while, <laughs> and it's been quite overt. What was that show about? What happened? Does what anyone happened remember? Was there was there series of it? Because it, I seem to remember growing up with it. I vaguely. used to love it. Did you? Yes. Well, I feel I used to. Yeah, we all no, we both did. I think lots of people used to love it. But all I can remember is that there was a family of bananas. I only remember were... two of the cunts. <laughs> there was... <laughs> Do you think there was more? I only remember two of those bastards right. running down the stairs. So Do you think there were more? There's, there's, there's definitely two. Minimum two. Minimum two. Well, it's, it's not banana in pajamas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Banana so in pajamas. You don't need to make the pajamas sink. Banana in pajamas. Yeah. Please continue. All we know is that there's minimum two bananas in pajamas, and we know that they were coming down the stairs. Were they coming Do- or running? Bananas in pajamas are running down the stairs. Coming down the Coming down. I think bananas, my pitch to you is this. What? Bananas in pajamas are coming down the stairs. Yeah. Bananas in pajamas are holding teddy bears. No, no way. That's crazy. Do you think? Do you think I, it's that, crazy? That sounds mental. Hard, no. Should well, we have a should we look at I up? have a complete blank. I seem do you to want to do a pitch. I seem to have only um remembered them coming down the stairs in pajamas and even yeah. though I seem to have watched seasons and seasons of the show I can't even imagine what, what in the world what happened during the programme what did they get up to like, what were the storylines for me for me I think I was entertained probably for minimum 100 hours of that yeah, show right a minimum 100 hours did they do anything other than come down the stairs I don't know was they, it just that song and repeat for the whole time because in my head that's all I have should we listen to the theme tune <laughs> yeah because we might get some clues. You know what? That's hilarious from the outset. Let's see. The Australian Broadcasting Corporation presents. Is it, it Australian? It's the bloody Aussies. It's the bloody Aussies. I think so. Unless this is a weird version, but it looks quite... Look- this might look... Is this a new version? Let me see. Uh, there's an hour-long loop version. Well, that's seemingly what we watched as a child. Yeah, that... Seemingly, yeah, we just watched just the loop. program of it. That's not helping right, us at let's all. Let's try it. Let's... I don't know if you would get copyrighted. Coming. 
Oh, in pairs. In pairs. Chasing teddy bears. Chasing, there you chasing. go. Chasing. Whoops, they're not holding, but they're yeah. chasing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, that's just the intro. That's it? Yeah. That's the scenes about right. <laughs> so, off the bat, mental. Bananas and pyjamas are coming down the stairs. Bananas and pyjamas are coming down in pairs. We already know that. Yeah. There's two of them, by the way. Yeah. Bananas and, we can see that. Bananas and pyjamas are chasing okay. teddy bears. Chasing them? They're chasing, and that, that was reflected in the, the visuals of the intro. So, what are they getting up to? Why What's are they chasing teddy bears? What terrifying show. Bananas. Giant bananas in sort of like old timey pajamas. Should we look chasing, at a random episode and see what they do? Chasing teddy bears. Well, I, there can't be all they did. We'll just let's find out. Let me just see. Should I just go on IMDb and go and run a Check it. No, do what? Yeah, do plot. Just find yeah, plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bananas. Let's find out one thing that the pajamas. bananas in pajamas got up to. 1992. TV show. Yeah. The Many Adventures. Let's just read the synopsis yeah. quickly. The Please. Many Adventures of Full Size Bananas. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> oh my God, you will not believe what their names are. What? B1 and B2. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> they live on Cuddles Avenue, which is also which is also home to three teddies, Amy, Lulu, and Morgan, and a sneaky rat in a hat. What rat happens when hat. B1 and B2, two mischief, mischievous bananas, get together with their neighbours, the teddies? Plenty. An engaging series of children. Uh, yeah, it's about two giant childlike bananas. Right. Let's just look at a not very well reviewed five and a half stars. Is it not? Well, I don't think it's canon. Uh, I, I think I thought it was. It doesn't get brought up a lot. When I brought it up, we were like, we all remember it, but it doesn't get talked about. It doesn't. It's, it's not your Postman Pat. You know, it's not your Thomas the Tank Engine. Do you no, know what it's I mean? not. It's not your SpongeBob. <laughs> it's not your Avatar. Yeah. I can't find an episode. Wait, I'm just going to type in yeah. series one. Because yeah. I do, I want to... Bananas in pyjamas. Season F- one, episode eight. Synopsis. Oh, for God's sake. What? I just want one MacGuffin. Me too. I just want one bit of hijinks. Episode guide. Here we go. Yeah. 304 episodes. Right. Let's... 304! Yeah. Christ. Okay. That's so many. Look, I, I like the name of this, um, Picnic Thieves. Okay. The bananas and teddies are going on a picnic but the bananas have forgotten to get any food. They decide that it's trick time and become picnic thieves. So it seems that this episode it's is about... mischief. Oh my God, and it was live action, wasn't it? What? Ah! What? I thought it was animated. No, no, it was live action. What? Get a picture of them up now on the screen. Oh my God. It's live good. action. Look at those fucking bananas. They never take off their pyjamas as well, even going outside. So really, what it was about... Was so the animated thing was just the intro. Just the intro. Fuck. So they play with media. But then it's two blokes in banana, <laughs> real like, human-sized banana two outfits. depressed. Depraved. Out of work. Alcoholic. Who did not ever dream of doing this. Chasing teddy bears. <laughs> stealing people's picnics. So that was, it was about, I guess the rat in the hat was the kind of antagonist of the season, who would, the series, who would pop up every but now and again. But then the teddies were their neighbours. I think they had a kind of a, a bashful relationship yes. with the teddies. Tom it, was, and Jerry. it was playful. Oh. Yeah, Tom and Jerry-esque. Yeah. But less. Right, I need to blow my nose. Well, okay. after all that B&J yeah. B chat. Oh. I, I post about it on my story, but right. I... did it. Do you th- is it funny to you that Novak Djokovic's favourite film is Avatar? Hilarious. Does that make you laugh? It is really funny. <laughs> but it's not... Su- the thing is, it's not surprising. No. It's but just- I don't know. It just really made me laugh. It's like <laughs> Avatar... I don't think, know if anyone's favourite film is Avatar 1 for some reason. I think it's just in his mind because Avatar 2 has been out fairly recently. If, if he really loves Avatar... <laughs> If he's, it's hilarious if that's true because he's, you know, he's <laughs> funnier would be Way of the Water. If his favorite film was Way of the Water, that would be funnier. For some reason, I think the first one's funnier. Do it's you been think? out for so long. Do you not think Way of the Water that came out about five months ago, and, and then he watched it and he was like, great. "This, this is, is my cinema. Fa- this is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> not even having time to dwell on it. Like normally, you pick a favorite film, you normally give it at least a couple of years to see it. But he's like, no, that is That's the best it. film I've ever seen." <laughs> I think there's something... No, I like the point about he watched Avatar and that was it for him. <laughs> like, it's just... How long ago was that out? 10? 2008, 2009. Yeah. And it was one of those films that was really highly critically acclaimed when it came out. 
and then every year since it slowly it's, got it's less more and, and more boring. You, yeah, it got more reflectively. It got less and less respect. It's just because of the special <laughs> effects and stuff, wasn't yeah. it? That's why I went nuts. <laughs> and he just blew his mind. I watched it. Yeah, with the fucking three D glasses and his haircut, just like <laughs> there, just staring at. It. I think it makes you laugh because he's like probably the greatest tennis player who's ever lived. He's su- he's a genius, wow. and it makes it just it's just funny. Him watching Avatar. Well, it's funny a genius any, watching Avatar. Yeah. Well, it's funny any like any one of the greatest sports, whatever, just sitting down and watching Avatar and being moved by it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Jake Sully. He's like, <laughs> if it's if it's genuine, I how quickly did he answer? Uh, he he said probably Avatar. <laughs> I think you know <laughs> probably Avatar because if it's ge- I'd love to know how genuine that is because there's a strong chance that he's just chucking out whatever he can think of at a press conference because he's bored. It was not a press conference. It was like a light sort of poppy fun interview with him. Where right. It's like favorite food, favorite country. Right. Oh, his favorite yeah, country, like, like an internet. His favorite country to um, favorite country. What would you answer in that? He, he answered his own country. He or would. like, he like would. most was it favorite like. He place. loves, loves Serbia. Yeah, so I think it's like favourite place to try and imply like what's the most beautiful place right. he said. But Serbia if you were in an interview and yeah. someone said favourite country, you're doing quick fire. So favourite food? Uh, pizza. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> My Liebling season is pizza. <laughs> ich liebe pizza. Oh, that is lecker. Yeah, that is sehr lecker. <laughs> um, Favorite favorite country? Or my Liebling's no, country. No, get out of the German character. Um, You're not Klaus. My favorite country, oh. probably Japan. Sorry, I just remembered something to talk about. Oh, but is that like to to cheese to board chocolate? Okay. <laughs> is that something to visit as in visiting, like a tourist? Well, I don't know. You asked me for quick fire, and that's the first one that came to my mind. Japan. Why yeah. Japan? Well, it's quick fire. So what, I about like, their, what about their stance during World War Two? That's why I like them. Because of Pearl Harbor. Since World War Two, they've gone downhill. Yeah, because they're no longer fascists. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough, it's quick fire. No, I think my favourite country would be Japan, wow. just because it's like, um, it feels like the most interesting. Why don't you marry it then? I, can you do that? don't know. If you love it so much, why don't you marry well, it? I'm trying to bring that uh, back. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure we could look into it. What, bringing it back? I don't oh, know. Uh, yeah, would, would there have to be a, a referendum with the country Japan? Yeah. Or is it just up to a few people in power whether I'm allowed to marry Japan? It depends how <laughs> democratic Japan is. <laughs> the thing's yeah. fairly democratic. Yeah, I don't know anything about Japan. It would probably be like a Brexit referendum. It would be exactly like yeah. a Brexit. It's yes like, or no. It's kind of exactly the same as the... Yeah, it's yes or no. <laughs> to be or not to be. <laughs> Wait, I do or I don't? What's your favourite country? I do or I don't? Scotland. Scotland? It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. I don't know why. I was thinking about Scotland earlier. I might say Ireland. You can't say Yeah, England. Ireland's you, good. Ireland's, Ireland's good. good. And I've, I can yeah. say I've got some sort yeah. of ties there. England, you can't say. No, no. I don't think, it, yeah. That would, that would be unhinged. It would be awful to yeah. think to say. That, England. That, you can always get cancelled for that. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> They'll throw you in jail. If you say you're English. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I'd do Ireland or Italy. Oh, my God. I don't know. We keep, we keep picking a lot of Axis powers. Elle might have told you this about Glastonbury, but I completely forgot to talk about it. Why? Because I was at home shitting myself. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Solid poos, by the way. Now, thanks for asking. Anyway, continue. Good, good on you, man. Yeah. Um, so, <coughs> Elle said she wouldn't she tell you. She did tell me. She did tell you. Yeah, because she asked, did he, did he say it on the podcast? Yeah, and it's my, it was my bad, because yeah. she, she left it a week, but I think two weeks is too long. Yeah. Um, but for those of you who don't know, uh, on the, I can't believe I forgot to talk about I mean, this on the glass no, of Rio. Everyone doesn't know of it. No, for those who don't, <laughs> no, it's a private I story. <laughs> I think on maybe the third night, um, Andrew's gone. Um, celebrations. Spirits are on the floor. <laughs> Apparently, that was the best night. <laughs> you know, Max is like, he's feeling more confident than he's ever felt before. Why do I feel so good? <laughs> vibe is just drastically increased <laughs> what's going on i love this festival you know l still got this kind of thing where she keeps getting toilet roll out and i'm like l l he's, he's gone, gone. <laughs> she's like no no i need to he's gone no more poo l <laughs> l there's no more shit you're you're free you're free <laughs> keeps cupping so her hands every now we'd we'd um 
gone to, we'd had some like intense dancing music and we wanted something a bit more fun lighter yeah. like soul yeah. live music and we stumble across this tent which for some reason is one of the only tents that's not completely packed yeah and there's like these old black guys playing jazz soul live it was like a sort of i don't, I don't even know how to describe was it. it not reggae no it wasn't reggae. okay i wouldn't say it's reggae it, it's it, it was old black guys playing guitar and drums i'm not gonna comment on that what do you, what do you, you know? It could be anything. Well, it was, it was, it, I guess it was like funks, funky soul sort of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so we're there. It's a great vibe. We've, we've, we've lucked out finding the perfect place for what we want now. It's a bit <laughs> of an older crowd for sure, but yeah. it's like, it's, it's much more relaxed and it's great. And then I'm dancing with BB and I see the color drain from BB's face as she looks behind me. And then she taps and points. She was like, I, I miss Andrew. <laughs> She taps me, I, I turn around, and then almost like a, a ghost, like an apparition, yeah. this big looming face of none other than Stuart Lee is there. <laughs> and the, because I mean, maybe he's seen BB look at him and tap me, as I yeah. turn around, he's staring at me. Right, yeah, not great. And I feel just in general... There's a chance he'd recognise... Well, Sean, Sean Walsh has sent him some of yeah, I, our I stuff. And yeah. I, remember, I remember Sean saying, and this is a very Sean thing to do, where he... He, he does nice things, but doesn't often think about the consequences. Yeah. Like he said, um, he sent this, this short message to me saying, send Stuart some of your sketches. Yeah. Thank me later. Which is kind of nuts for us. And I'm like, that's not a nice thing to do because what you should have done is sent him the sketches, mm. him respond positively, and then say, look at this nice thing he said. That would be huge. Instead, what you've done is sent him the sketches without him responding yet. <clears throat> and now we don't have a response. <clears throat> Sean's never told me what his response the was. The nice thing you could have done is not involve me in that as well. Because <laughs> then I was also waiting for a response and we'd never got yeah. one. So uh, sh- uh, other, maybe Sean's sitting on this unbelievably nice response from Stuart Lee where Sean thought, oh, I won't tell him that. Doesn't sound like Sean would do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he'd tell us. <laughs> or Stuart Lee didn't or respond Stuart Lee. or responded negatively or responded with indifference. Okay. Yeah. I'd um, take indifference. I'd take indifference from Stuart. But yeah. in general, I think Stuart Lee's ghost sort of haunts me in general. I, I'm trying to rip, shake him off mm. because he's sort of this om, omnipresent figure. Yeah. This sort of like father figure yeah, yeah, yeah. who's sort of haunts everything I do. And I'm yeah. trying constantly to avoid him. So when I turned around and then everything else was lit apart from his face that was in this sort of darkened yeah. hue on his face. It was a, crazy just to see that big, he's got a big face on it. It's yeah. like a big wide yeah, yeah, sort of mask of a face. Um, and then I obviously try and avoid him and like, you know, trying to give well, him we've his also space. Got a, there's a picture of me. Yeah, me, yeah, me you, me, Michael and Dad. Michael and Dad and Sean, <laughs> not Sean, uh, Stuart Lee, which is, yeah, at the Warwick <laughs> Arts Centre. And then there he, it is now. Then he, Fuck it. No, I'm not putting it there. <laughs> there I'm it not, is. I'm not putting it there. Um, and then he proceeds to to go into the centre of the dance floor and just start shredding. It he was up. properly jamming. I out. mean, crushing it on his own. Seemingly, he yeah. wasn't with anyone else. <laughs> he went right up to the front, and he's ro- like rocking back and forth. Like he's dancing, but he's just like. Is he dancing well? No, he's dancing like a. But he's he's. But he's doing, he's it, with, doing it with passion, which is well, which is well, yeah. He's it's got not this, with coordination. He's though. got this sort of like kicking back and forth. There's this sort of he's like a rocking horse. Just yeah, like yeah, yeah. This I can. He's like a locomotive, just building up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just going. I don't know if he was on anything. I I think BB thought he was. Nor would we speculate on public airwaves. Um, but yes, uh, yeah, that is hilarious. It's a shame you could have like told. Yeah, I would. It, it, it was because I was with Paddy as well, and um, Pat, Stuart once recommended Paddy's I video. S- I saw in that his on thing. his mailing. But list. then Paddy, like the loser he is, uh, did push it too far. Like he always does stuff. Did like, he go and speak he, to? Him? He went. He waited outside Stuart Lee's show, like a school right. shooter sort of vibe, just kind of like waiting for him. And then basically said, "Hey, you remember you shared all my videos? Do you want to come Pad, see my Pad. show?" Pad. And apparently Stuart took his flyer and was like, "Yeah, yeah, cool, cool." And then like folded it and he just this folded it and put it in his, his coat pocket. Yeah, yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. Just uh, just brushed it off. I'm sure he never saw it. Just uh, I'm trying to avoid Stuart because I know, I know he's a boss level that eventually. He, he'll be the final yeah, thing to defeat. There's no, there's no need to. I know him. he's going to hurt my feelings at yeah. some point. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. he already has. Yeah, 
He um, already has. He's already hurt my feelings. And he's kind of the worst guy to hurt your feelings. <laughs> it's true. It? And I'm trying, I'm trying my best to sort of rid yeah. myself of any validation needed from Stuart Lee. Yeah. Because I know that he won't give it to me. He does pop up more, more than often. What, his big, big face? Yeah, his big cheesy face. <laughs> Every now and again, he'll, he'll be around. Um, but yes. Uh, was that the other Glastonbury story? Yeah, that was it. That was ah, it. I see. Yeah. Um, I seem to be back on the chocolate a bit. Oh, yeah. Because with your health kick, when you 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 discarded all sweet treats, for no, 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 bit. but I have, I've dis- I've accidentally had discarded sweet treats for like, years, two yeah. years. I never really yeah. fancied it, and the, I think every everything in life is a routine. Almost everything is a routine for you or for one? for everyone. Okay, name a thing. Light bulbs, such routine things. Yeah. Think light bulbs go off periodically, and you have to change them. Everyone has a light bulb routine, whether it be good or bad. Things are everything's routine, and your body responds to that routine. So if you have a couple of dinners, and then you pop on down to the local establishment and buy yourself a chocolate bar, mm-hmm. and then you eat that afterwards, and your body's like, then on the next dinner you do the same, and the next dinner you do the same. Suddenly your body's like- suddenly your body's you finish a curry and you're like, where the biff is my chocolate? Yeah. Now I've. I've realized. When did you break back into chocolate? What was, I, I, what, so what I used to, to do it once or twice, maybe twice a month. I'd have, I think once a month, I'd have a bit Daytime. of a chocolate week yeah. where I'd probably had two bars in a week. Would you call it, would you describe it as me time? I'd describe it as me, us time, <laughs> me in the bar. <laughs> yeah. um, but so I'd get the, the medium size ones. Do you the remember those one. chocolate ads of the sort of 35 year old kind of elegantly hot? woman mm. galaxy ones yeah and she'd yeah. sort of curl up i'm on a big sort galaxy of, guy she'd curl up on a sort of like brown velvety expensive looking sofa with a nice and throw there'd be a cashmere throw mm. like a cream cashmere and a mug throw. of something hot yeah and then she'd have the galaxy ripples hardcore and porn on the tv <laughs> yeah. we all remember the ads ghetto gaggers is on the tv <laughs> i don't know, I don't know what that is and i feel quite smart about not knowing what ghetto gaggers is uh, i think I see someone got into trouble for talking about ghetto gaggers. Oh, right, yeah. So I thought I'd, I'd use it now. You thought we'll talk about it as well. Fingers yeah. crossed we get into hot water. Yeah, yeah. Um, Apparently a very bad Kind type. of very smooth, almost M&S music yeah. in the background. And then she'd like break off, maybe elegantly break off like half one, of it. Yeah. One thing. Thing, and then place it in her mouth. And in it the would way, like melt. The way you'd place an acid tag. Like a... It's sort of like... Sucking <laughs> in the cheeks. Like... <laughs> That's to me, that was like... I don't think there's many chocolate ads anymore. Was there a big thing of chocolate ads? I don't I see don't ads anymore. No. Um, Other than for new... But that's how I imagine you <laughs> eating your <laughs> galaxy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> You're curled up. Are you fucking kidding <laughs> me? On the brown sofa with the cashmere throw. Look, I know Hardcore pornography on the TV. Nothing could be further away from the truth. I eat like a fucking pig. I'm 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 snorting. I'm shrieking in pleasure. Okay. Mine, mine. There's no one in the room. Um, no, I. So you know the medium size ones. So not the not the fuck off big ones. I'm I not. I'm not talking Christmas galaxy. No, no, no. I'm talking the medium ones. Yeah. Yeah. So like four rows of four. Yeah, it's not for a family. This not is for a family. Man. This is for one. Well, sad it shouldn't man. be because. Yeah. So I, if I have, if I have one, what I've realised is I've been doing chocolate wrong for a while as well mm. because my only real, I've got one thing that gets me yeah. nowadays, and it is, it's to the point where it's, it's, I can see it being so addictive as I'm doing it because I, it makes me so happy when I eat it. It's Galaxy Caramel. You're a big Galaxy guy. You've always I've been. always been a Galaxy You've guy. always been. Look, I've, 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 I've never lied about that. I'm either. a dairy milk guy probably over... Yeah. There's one of our many... We've, we've got it. It's one of our distinguishing features. And people say this podcast lacks diversity. Yeah. You know, it's not about diversity of, of race or gender. Big it's cock, about diversity balls, of opinion. Big cock, small balls, small balls, big cock. Galaxy, ca- Galaxy Dairy Milk. You know, there was others, which mm. I've actually forgotten. We haven't I said those are the only two. Those are probably... And the most important two. Yeah. But so I've... That is the fucking kind of crack level shit that hits me. It's that double sugar that whatever's in it. Double sugar. Is, is it, it double sugar? <laughs> that's double this, sugar. The, that bloody recipe. <laughs> double sugar. That bloody girl. What double sugar? <laughs> um, what so, flavour is this? Double, double sugar. sugar. <laughs> Sign me up. So I've been, I've just had a few too many of them. Yeah. Maybe like one and a two and a three. And now I'm having to actively stave it off. Mm. No, Which what's, is what's the way you're eating it? That's a new way. That... Like a disgusting pig no, no, boy. You said like you, a disgusting caramel slut. 
Is there not a difference in the way you used to eat it? What was the... I thought you were making a point I about the way n- you eat it. What do you mean? I thought you were saying I well, was yeah, eating no, so it all I, wrong and now I... No, no, I know. I no, I wasn't eating it wrong. I just... I hadn't realised how much I love Galaxy Caramel. Sure. I hadn't graduated... Because in my pre... I had a chocolate phase from probably the ages three to mm. 18. Yeah. You know. Um... But I was that was when I was on the solid galaxy. I wasn't I, I wasn't introduced into the gooey center. Mm. And now recently I properly introduced myself to the gooey center and I'm back into the th- age three to eighteen chocolate phase. I don't love I don't I, you know, don't love a gooey center for me personally. Yeah, I know, because you don't enjoy fun. I no. Think you, you think you sit up here with your rice cakes and <laughs> salad bowls and, <laughs> and you, you just you just eat wrong. Yeah, there is something Almost too indulgent about a gooey centre. That it, it's it's a slu- it's very slutty. Isn't I'm it? a chocolate pig slut. <laughs> it's very every time I eat breaking it. in and having some wet oh, something like God, come no, on. You, it's like goosebumps. come on. It's fucking like delicious. my my favourite is a, a cold bar of dairy milk. I don't want anything. I hate in it. that. I Just hate, yeah. solid. Whereas mine where is a slightly warm, it. slightly warm really? galaxy caramel. Yeah, when it's a bit too when it's too hot outside and they they haven't put them in the fridge because they they don't. By the way, people don't put some people put. I know you put uh, chocolate in fridges, mm-hmm. which I don't really care about. Do what you want. But when you get it from the shop, and it's too hot outside and it's slightly melted. Fuck it. That's ate. your shit. Not like melted where the structure's starting to be compromised. I'm talking just a little bit of a soft touch to Do it. Do you know what I hate about chocolate? It's a weird thing. Is if it even slightly starts melting, if your finger touches it. Me too. It goes into your fingerprints in a way I don't know if anything else sort of does. Oh. It kind of like goes deep into your... Like you touch it once and then... It's part, it's, part of, it's part of your DNA. It's part of you. Know. You'll forever be a chocolate pig slut. <laughs> yeah, it's just everywhere little. That's yeah. what I stress me out about chocolate is. Well, no, it's you, you it's are, a ticking it's, time bomb. That's true. But I'm not talking that melted where it goes into your DNA. I'm talking it's, you don't it's, really. It's a very low, it's a very low bar. But, uh, pardon the pardon. Low bar of chocolate. Chocolate low. Um, yeah, so that's an issue. And I'm not really sure where to go because it's not like I can't go and if I buy that bar, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat that bar all yeah. in one. And I just can't do it all the time. I've had two this week. Yeah. It's Wednesday. Mm. I haven't had dinner yet. Could be three for three. You know, and it's, you're, you're very disciplined with stopping and starting your addictions. But when you get, when you get onto something, it can be... It can be fucking it can really it can be dangerous for everyone. You know? for I don't know. Everyone. I think chocolate addiction could, be, could be, a, be a nice thing for you for a little bit. <laughs> it would add a, it would add a, a jolliness. Uh, a jolliness. <laughs> The porky chocolate man. <laughs> yeah, that could be fun. I think, you know, as far as addictions go, I think that, that might... The lardy sugar boy. <laughs> it gives a bit more yeah, of Yeah, I'd kind of rock up to a pub with a bit more like... Hey! Hey! Look at this! Covered in chocolate. Covered in chocolate. Clapping ah, his ah, hands. Ah, ah, ah. You know? Yeah, passing Clacking his trotters together. Um, I went to see Asteroid City yesterday. Yeah. Um, I went How long has it been out? Two weeks, something like that. Yeah. Um, went to the Odeon. To Did see. you feel a thrill of being back in the cinema? It's been a while because yeah. there hasn't been a lot of films no. out, has there? Yeah, this is the first one. Well, it seems like there's quite a few films coming out now, just now. Was there one just before this that I was going to go and see? Yeah. But I was afraid, maybe. That's it. Um, wish I didn't see, but apparently it's very good. Bit too synchronized, that click. It was too much. It was too hard and too fast and too loud. It was, <laughs> you agreed with me too much there. Sorry. It should have been like that. But instead, it was like, bang! <laughs> You're exactly right. You're a star. You're exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much so uh, yeah Bo was afraid was the other one which I haven't seen but went to see this um, and I was I was a Wes Anderson defender for The French Dispatch wow and I actually stand by that because mm-hmm. I rewatched it and it's good um, because you know he started to it, it's marked The French Dispatch has definitely marked a change in him where he's really starting to disregard narrative mm. and he's going really into the kind of even I guess art house kind of mm. kind of vibe. Um Asteroid City was fucking awful. Really? Hated it looks awful. I hated it. Obviously <laughs> How it, long is obviously it? Obviously an hour and forty five. Okay. So it doesn't take the piss. Um it obviously looks amazing. It's it's, it's ridiculous how incredible the shots are but do you not think the grade was a bit fucking a bit too a bit too orange it's like we get it like yeah i know i i I agree it it wasn't as pretty it was nowhere near as pretty as french dispatch sure because part of why i think french dispatch is acceptable and still good is because of how i think that's his best shot film out of all of the wes anderson's for me better than moonrise kingdom yeah for shot for shot 
if you look at every if you pause if you pause French Dispatch at any point mm. it looks incredible it's so smart and you don't think Moonrise Kingdom does I think it looks incredible but yeah. I don't and I don't think it's as intricate as French sure. Dispatch it's so complex and detailed mm. every shot yeah. Which thing, which is kind of just impressive how the fuck he made it. I look at it from like a film perspective, being like, how did you do that on every shot? Mm-hmm. This one, yeah, it wasn't like as well shot. It's obviously still pretty and moves along. No. Um, it's almost like if AI wrote a script really? in some ways. There, there's no heart. There's no soul to it. Mm. All the characters speak so quickly. It's like it's being. He's trying to make it impossible for us to understand mm. it doesn't have the usual like like fantastic mr fox mm. one of the sweetest films it's got a, on the a lot planet. of soul in that so much soul and like yeah. all his all of his older films have like after the grand budapest hotel it's almost like he's like i don't want to make nice things anymore no i want everyone to suffer a little bit and you don't go to a wes anderson film to suffer and do, now do you start feeling like it's almost like you're reading a chocolate box like a fancy chocolate box, you're opening it, it's very pretty, and you're reading the descriptions of all the chocolates, that sort of the script. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like exactly you've got the caramel that. swirl. Well, no, that's the whole film. And it's explaining that, oh, okay, that but looks you never quite tasty. Eat it. You know, and you're just looking at these selection of chocolates. But, you, but you're not allowed to eat it. You never get to the gooey centre, because yeah. you're just left with the de- a vague description of something that's happening. Yeah. The dialogue's so quick, and it's like, and you could see, you can, you can see the actors straining to actually get the words out because he clearly wants it so quick. You can hear him going, cut, quicker, quicker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so obviously the cast is nuts. Steve but it Carell. Always, it's always nuts. No, it's not as nuts. He hasn't been as nuts as this. This is nuts than normal. It's nuts it's than, more, more nuts than normal. More nuts than normal, yeah. Um, but that's part, <laughs> part of the problem is there's like a thousand characters. Yeah. So how can you care about any one of them really when there's a thousand of them? Yeah. Steve Carell, who... Uh, does steal it a little bit. He's not in it that much, but I'd want to see him do a proper... He's he's like a C character almost. I want to see him do like a main role in a Wes Anderson film because he was fucking brilliant. And he actually brought a little bit of life and soul to it. Yeah. And because the others are doing the dead-eyed... Oh, and now I'm doing the same this point. And I'm being really... Everything I say is really self-reflexive about yeah. who I am as a character rather than being naturalistic and actually saying what they say. But Steve kind of brought this kind of... A bit of warmth to it. There was there's one bit in the middle which is the whole plot. I'm not going to ruin it, but that's there was one bit of narrative that was good and well done, and then and it's a it's a play within a film, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at Under the end, this isn't really a spoiler, but yeah. at the end, Jason Schwartzman, who's like the main character, kind of comes out of the play and is like he has this moment where he uh, confides in the director, saying, "I don't really understand the play," and I think that's us being the audience. Where's going? You probably don't understand what's going on, oh. and I'm like, can mm. you can you make something that we understand what's going on? It did. I had no idea. Is it like the... he directed Tenant? Is Wes Anderson's take? On it Tenet. is Wes Anderson's Tenant. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. I'd love to There's see so much of it. I'd love to see the two scripts directed by both the other directors. Yeah. I love Wes Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> Wes Anderson actually direct the Tenant script. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it would be fucking awesome. <laughs> you know, yeah, right. you know, when the plane goes into that airport. Yeah. Seeing the Wes Anderson sort well, of it'll be like on shot. a string. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be on a string. Oh, look, like an orange plane. Um, no, I think it was just, it was his worst. For me, that was his worst film yeah. that I've seen from him. Um, but it's like there's the, there's a very, very vague narrative yeah. that's, that's like obvious. The rest, I was like, what the fuck is going on? As soon as it started, I was like, <coughs> I'm, I don't want to be here anymore. It was one of yeah. those ones where you want to leave the cinema, which it seems like he's going in that direction. Yeah, like, I, I, think, has a big I think everything about Wes Anderson is not almost his fault because he was kind of, he condensed all these styles to make like a poppy version of what was floating yeah, yeah, about yeah. in sort of art house cinema in general yeah. and make this way that was so easily accessible of like, wow, this is, it made, made everyone from a young age think about filmmaking. Yeah, it's yeah. So whenever you watch Wes Anderson film, you consider filmmaking more than- It's very purposeful. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I, I guess now I'm starting to think about composition. Now I'm starting to think yeah, about yeah, camera yeah. movements. And I feel like because everyone, like all those accidentally Wes Anderson uh, TikToks, you seen those? Oh, I hope, I hope we don't turn our trip into a Wes Anderson film. And then they don't, even, it's, I feel it's quite simple to do like basic yeah. ones and they still miss the point a little bit. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't even look like a, I don't know. So I feel the Wes Anderson fandom as well kind of underrides him a bit, which is not his fault. So do you fault. think he's drank the Kool-Aid? I think he's drank the Kool-Aid. Um, Why do people say that? Where does that phrase come But with Wes Anderson, Where does that phrase with come Rick from? and, uh, it comes from uh, Mountain Gate or what's, um, that cult, the Josh Jones, the Jonestown Massacre. 
Right. When in the 1980s in Guyana, uh, from America, basically this cult by this leader, Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate. Yeah. Oh, it was they from all, that. Yeah. They, they all drank, drank Kool Aid. And they, yeah. So it's like believe in the cult and. Oh. They drank Kool Aid before they killed themselves. They killed themselves by putting cyanide in Kool Aid. Great. Cool. Thank you. Never known that. Um, but with Wes Anderson, with Rick and Morty, with Black Mirror, it does feel like we're sort, of, sort of like 2013, 2014 stuck on a glitch a little bit culturally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like COVID's happened and we feel like yeah. the whimsy of the 2010s, it doesn't yeah. really play anymore. So we're, we're but getting, they've all we're drastically getting, changed. They're all trying to evolve and they're not evolving successfully. It's just like we're get, getting this... We're getting 10 years ago stuck on repeat a little bit. And it just feels like... It's, yeah. it's interesting, like... I wonder if Asteroid City came out in 2010, whether we'd have a different view on it. But it, just, it does feel like... I don't think we, he, he would, you know. We've it's almost like, it's been... so different to his old films. Do you never feel... Do you feel watching recent Wes Anderson, it's like, there's a war on, Wes? <laughs> do, you know, do, you, do, you know, do you ever feel that? Stop fighting about. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, Wes, there's been a global pandemic, lad. Well, so you want a kind of an introduction of some darkness into the films? Because he's definitely got more dark with French Dispatch and Asteroid City. Yeah, I there's guess so. There's a hint of like bleakness in or this it's just pristine like, world. Strip, strip away the pristineness, you know... Yeah, I but I don't know because I'm saying I'm complaining about the lack of warmth because you could say there's a war on everything shit. You want to go to the cinema and watch a yeah, Wes Anderson film and feel nice. You don't want to go in there and be like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> yeah. What are they talking about? What's going on? This is annoying. Who am I? Who am I? Who are they? <laughs> yeah. And that's um, all we ever have time for. Uh, thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week.